0: Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hello, and thank you for joining me. I am recording this before Christmas. Um, and it's early, early in the morning (laughs) and, um, I've had a great night's sleep and I wanted to wake up and I told Matt I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to record a podcast. So, uh, I have to first tell you, um, of how this podcast came to be. So, you know, a lot of times things won't come to my mind, but a lot of times they do. And um, I was walking down the road and this last week, and um, I was listening to a podcast myself, all in, podcast all in. And um, I began to think about the year 2021 and some of the blessings and things that I learned this year that were a gift to me. And I know that there's a lot of things, but I just quickly grabbed my phone and I started um, typing uh, these different things that were coming to me and I'd put it back in my pocket and another thought would come and I'd type it out. And then another thought would come and I'd type it out. So I thought, you know what? I'm sure all of you um, uh, have thought reflected back on the year. And thought, wow, look at all these things that have happened or look what I've experienced or look what our family's experienced. So as I'm going through these things, you know, maybe take some time to write down some of the blessings and reflections of the year 2021 and what you've learned or what um, you're grateful for or what you have received and um, what you're going to do with it. So anyway, so I'm going to start off. So it's not, the 27th of December yet, but today this podcast is being released on the 28th of December. And so guess what you guys on the 27th of December, it's my 20, mine and Matt's 27th wedding anniversary. So 27 years ago, Matt and I got married in the Portland, Oregon temple on December 27th. And, um, it was a day that was raining a little bit cloudy. I had a white velvet dress and, um, and so I didn't walk around the temple cause I didn't want to crush it <laughs> with the rain, but we had Matt's family and, and, uh, we had good friends there and my family. And, um, I remember that I thought that this huge change would come over me when I got married and I, and I went into the temple and I remember driving down highway, um, I five. With Matt and sitting in the car. And I looked over at him and I was like, I'm still the same me. And I'm sure you're still the same you. And there's not a major change. But now we're married. And wow, I thought there was going to be this big change. And there wasn't, but that's okay. Because um, one of the blessings of this year and one of the reflections I had is that I was able to go back this year and schedule an endowment session. Which I hadn't done since early March 2020. So we had scheduled baptisms for our kids and their cousins and having a wonderful time doing that, but I had not been able to personally go and schedule to go do an endowment session. So one of the greatest things for this year, not only that Matt and I are celebrating our anniversary and that we were still in the temple, but that um I was able, I've been able to return several times to the temple. And that's the one thing I'd have to say that I miss the very most. I miss the temple. I miss going every week. So what's great now is I just schedule it. I go online. I log into my account and I just scheduled one for January 7th. So I tried to schedule one for our anniversary, but it's closed because it's a Monday. And then I try to schedule one in Rexburg when we're there taking Hayden to school and, um, the end of this very, very end of December and, um, it's closed. So anyway, um, I'm just really grateful for the temple. Okay. Another thing that I'm reflecting on and feeling very grateful for is my hands. You guys, I have to tell you about my hands. So in March for several years, I don't know. I'd have to talk to my brother's I'm not sure the nephews and my brothers. So I have four brothers and you've heard them all on the podcast, Dan, Dave, Matt, and Sean. And then I have my sister, Megan. They have been planning a basketball game of us, the siblings versus the nieces and nephews, primarily nephews. And all of a sudden the, my brother's formulated this game. I, I again, I don't know all the details, but with my nephews and we they all decided we we're going to do it uh spring break week and um in March. So the very end of March. So we all headed down to my brother Dave's place in Grants Pass. And we had a basketball game of all epic basketball games, okay? So first of all, just so you know, I grew up playing every sport with my brothers. I was such a tomboy and I loved basketball. And, um, my dad was such a good basketball player. And I used to beg him to let me take him. He would play against other men on the weekday. And I used to beg him to please take me with him and let me watch him. I loved the sound of the screech of the, um, basketball shoes on the basketball court. And I love the smell I loved it all. I just loved it. So when we moved to Eugene, I found out that I could play basketball because in Burley, I couldn't play basketball as a, as a girl, I couldn't play basketball until I think I got into high school or something. I don't know. It was, it was in the eighties. So when I, we moved to Eugene, um, I started playing basketball in fifth grade and I loved it. And it was a wonderful experience. And one day I'm going to do a podcast about basketball and the things that I learned and some struggles I went through with basketball. But anyway, so here's the story about my hands. Sorry. I, I I diverse for just a minute, but my brothers are really good. Like they play regularly, I would say. They if they are not playing with their children, they're playing with men. Um my brother-in-law is really good. So they're all really good. So Megan had her friend who makes shirts. And so we literally had shirts like our team versus my nephews and nieces team. So we all had uniforms that we were a Royal or like a BYU blue and the kids wore black and pink. And I mean, this guy's, this was serious stuff. You know, we had to put it all out there in the court. And um, (laughs) I go out on the court for my first few minutes and i am across half court line and one of my brothers is inbounding the ball and he throws it to me and i feel immediately like i've jammed my ring finger where my my wedding ring finger and it begins to just st- sting and I'm like, oh, okay, because I know this feeling. I So th- my first touch of the ball, my ring finger is just in excruciating pain. <laughs> so I, of course, I'm not going to be a wimp and tell them that I'm in pain and that I'm struggling here, but I, um, I just let it go. And my, I'm trying my best, but I truly can't concentrate because my, my ring finger is just killing me. And so when I go out to take a, take a break and sub out for one of my other siblings and my brother-in-law, um, my sister-in-law, she comes over eventually. She's like, Beth, you need to get your ring off your hand. And I, at first I did, I like pulled it off and then I was like, no. And, and she's like, it's swelling. You've got to get that thing off there. And, um, she's like, we gotta get ice on that. So I'm trying to not let anyone know my, my dad, my dad, my brothers, nobody. Cause I'm like, I cannot let them know that I have this. They've been wanting to do this game forever. And they're going to think I'm just a big baby. So I, um, I went, she, we went into the kitchen and we got ice and I was trying to ice it. And you guys, it brought, I broke it. Now I have to tell you what happened is is usually have you if you've ever jammed your finger, you'll jam it, it will go down over time. it hurts a little bit okay today today is December eighteenth as I'm recording this, I still can't fully close my hand. it aches when it gets cold it's it really hurts so um the, the story of the ring finger. So anyway, what I had to do is it was getting so painful. My rings were so tight that, um, while we were grants pass, my brother and his wife, Dave and Christine, we had to go to a fire station and they had to cut my hand rings off my finger. And, um, I literally have not been able to heal this finger. And, um, I, I, as, I mean, this happened in March you know, we're here in November and, or I'm sorry, December. And um, I just realized the gratitude I have for my finger. Like you guys, our fingers are so amazing. Well, then I have to tell you what I did. I, right after Carter's wedding, I I lift weights in the bungalow. We, and we have a a small building by our house and I lift weights in it four days a week now. And I went out there and I follow this girls program. And she, if she she tells me certain things to do, so I grabbed these rubber straps that I have, and I hooked them up high on my weight set. And I was pulling them down to like, pull back. uh, And I was not being very good about getting that thing set up. And that whole rubber handle, whole um strap released from the top of that rack and it slammed into my pinky on my other hand and i wanted to die i was in so much pain it snapped back my hand started throbbing i dropped it i was like oh my word oh my word i was in so much pain you guys anyway okay why am i telling you all this i'm telling you all this because Our bodies, our hands are incredible. Do you know how hard it is to do things when your pinky and your ring finger are damaged? I don't know if I broke my pinky, but I'll tell you, I feel like I did because I'm still in pain. And we're three weeks later. And I literally can't close it. And, you know, I used to tease my brother Sean because if you've ever seen his hands, he's broke his fingers many times playing sports, football, baseball basketball. And so we used to tease him because he's got crooked fingers. Now I think he got some fixed, but anyway, I, there's no teasing going on. This is serious stuff. I'm telling you, I'm worried that you know, I'm going to have arthritis and struggle because my hands, I can't do what I used to do with my hands. It affects my cooking. It affects my cleaning, writing when I'm writing a note or writing a letter or writing cards, You guys, it, it, I, my pinky, I can feel it on my dominant hand. That's my problem. my pinky trying to lift weights. Now I have to lower the weight on my uh, right arm because of the pain I'm in on my pinky and the going up that bone. So I want you to know that 2021 taught me how precious our hands are. And the heavenly father has given them to us to serve and love and care for each other. And that I can't believe I've taken them for granted for so many years. And because they've always been healthy, I've never broke a bone in my body until I broke that uh, ring finger um, in March. That's my first bone break, you guys. And I'm 47 years old. So I, um, I'm grateful for my hands. So I want you to be grateful for your hands especially if they're functioning really well. Okay. So the temple, my hands. Um, another thing too, is my eyes. I just started having to wear reading glasses. What? Um, I'm grateful for my eyes. I'm grateful for all that they've done for me. Our bodies are absolutely incredible. They are gifts from God. Okay. The next thing that I thought about that, um, as, is, as, is been a blessing and I'm, and a reflection is that even when things seem like they're not going to work out, God is in control. So this year, my calling, I am a, I'm a service missionary, a support group leader, and my companion and I, we go around to, we asked if we could go around to the wards and share with them, what is the support group for Families for uh, mothers and daughters and sisters and wives who have children or spouses or family members who are struggling with an addiction or compulsive behavior. So we all go, we, my companion Lori and I go to um wanted to go to all the wards and share with them a presentation. Well, we had sat down together when we had gotten the permission from the relief study presidents and the wards to go do this. And, um, one of the portions of it, we wanted to just show them a little video that the church has put out to help you really, it's a great little short video about it. And, um, there were a couple times where in the beginning where we'd be at a ward and I couldn't get the video work. Right. Um, I thought, wow, I mean, it was only a little over three minutes, but it was a very good video. And I, I just remember thinking, Okay how we can figure this out. We don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, like Matt would walk in, he would come like to the building. I could call him and say, can you hurry and run over here? There's something wrong. I can't get this figured out. And he would get it all figured out. And I know that that sounds simple, but what I want to tell you is I know that God is in control. And a lot of times we think we are, and that we're figuring everything out and that we're orchestrating it, but really he is. And it happens all the time. Um, another thing about the meetings is there would be women that would show up that were just trying to return to the church who had been struggling with addiction. And they would be able to come and feel the spirit and listen. I remember one, one that we went to, one of the sisters raised her hand and she said, you have no idea how badly I need to hear about this um, the support group, and we went over a lesson, principle one from the book. And so it it they're there. Heavenly Father is in control, and that's what 2021 reiterated to me in my life that we need to not panic, we need to do all that we can do, and then leave it up to him. And one of our last words we went to, the video didn't work. And guess what? It's okay, it wasn't supposed to it all worked out everything came together and so i'm just so grateful to know that god is in control and we need to stop trying to orchestrate everything because we think we have the power to do that he knows what his children need he knows what we need and he will provide a way for all of us okay the next one as i thought i thought about was how important the family is and what a blessing it is here on the earth And the things that really got me thinking about it was, um, Carter's wedding. And, um, also, you know, we had a trip to Yellowstone this summer and the Tetons and Utah. And we also had a family reunion here in July. And, um, I'm having my, my siblings and my parents come for a Christmas dinner and, um, You guys, family is the most important thing. And what are we doing to strengthen those relationships with our children, with our spouses, with our parents, with our siblings? You know, there's so much distractions with the world and um, it is the family. The family is the most important unit on the earth. And um, I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for all the love and support we have received from family you know, money comes and goes, like I said, and um, possessions come and go, but your family is there forever. And how are we treating them? And so that was one of the other thoughts I had. Another thought I had about 2021 is um, as I uh, was reading the Book of Mormon um, for this uh, second half of the year, I truly was like, wow. This is such a parallel of our days. It is such a blessing from God. It is so helpful to me. I have read the Book of Mormon hundreds of times. I I mean, I, I'm sure of it. I since 13, I have not stopped reading it. When I finish, I read it again. I read under themes and titles. And um I I read. And I just felt like every time I was reading, it was essential to where I was at in my life right now. And just like, you know, being here at the end of the year and me being in, you know, Helaman and third Nephi, the savior's birth and Samuel and what the savior did for the people when he visited them. I mean, it's for our time. You guys pick it up, read it, read it every day. It will parallel your life. It will answer your prayers. It was it has been such a blessing for me. And I'm telling you, I have read this book more so many times and it still provides me with answers and comfort and guidance and knowledge. And I'm so grateful for it. So pick it up. It was a huge blessing for me in 2021. Okay. Heavenly father knows each of us individually. And, um, I have things that happen all the time that remind me that he, uh, knows me individually. And I shared with you that when Carter was sealed, the sealer said some direct quotes that come, that are in my patriarchal blessing. And I literally felt God's love and knew that God was aware of me individually in that room. And even though he, the sealer was speaking directly to Carter and Madeline, um, Heavenly father was letting me know I'm aware of you, Beth, and I love you. And so I want you all to know that heavenly father knows you individually and he cares for your life and your happiness. And he cares for, um, your, we were out to dinner with some friends last night. I have to tell this story really quick. And we were telling them that how before Carter's wedding, we had been like, Matt, we've got to get you a suit. You know, you we didn't, you know, nowadays you don't rent rent tuxedos like we did in our days. Um, when we got married, but from Carter's wedding, we're like, we need to get you a suit. You, you know, you can't just be in your shirt and tie. I mean, this was just how we felt. So, me, I'm a thrift shopper. I don't go to regular stores in general. And so <laughs> I, he and I would go to Goodwills and we would try on jackets after jackets, after jackets. And I went to DI and I was trying to find him suit coats and we were just looking all over the place. And a few days before the wedding, we went to, um, red, white, and blue. And all of a sudden I find Matt in the back by these jackets. And I, I'm telling you, he probably tried on suit coats about 50 at least. He just stood back there. We were back there for like an hour and a half trying on suit coats and I'm not joking you. And finally he ended up two of all the ones he tried on worked out. One was a black one and one was a blue one. And the black one was a full suit and the blue one was just a jacket. And, um, we went up to the cash register and at this place in um, this thrift store, it's cash only, and they have certain tags that have specials. And so Matt and I, he, we went up to pay and the black suit, you guys was $10, the whole full suit. It was having a sale. And then the uh, blue suit was like seven, $9. I can't remember. And we were telling our friends about this last night. And I, and I said to them, heavenly father answers our prayers. He answered a prayer for Matt and they laughed. And my friend Carrie turned to me and she said, no, he answered your prayer, Beth he knows me, you guys, he knows me individually and he, and he, it matters to him. What matters to me. And Matt said, Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Heavenly father cared that Matt had a suit and, and you know what he did? He cared. That's some, the wish of my heart and Matt found it and he wore it for the wedding and heavenly father knows us individually. And I want you to know that I, I feel that all the time. And um, especially when I, like when I'm working in my calling with different women and when I was out visiting wards uh, for my calling, I'm telling you, he knows you individually. He knows you very well. And I hope you know that. Okay. I've only got a couple more things of 2021, but um, another thing is, is music. You guys, I love music so much. And it invites the spirit into my life quicker than anything else. And I listen to music a lot. I listen to music on Sundays. I listen to music while I drive in the car, while I'm raking the lawn, mowing the lawn, when I'm taking a walk. And I made a Christmas um, playlist on my phone. And I love the songs so much. And I just play them over and over and over again to where it's totally annoying. But I want you to know the reason why is when, when I was younger, my, my best friend, Leslie, when I was a child, Leslie Livingston, she introduced me to music and I shared with you in an early podcast, she would loan me her cassette tapes and I would listen to them and listen to them. And I, I warped, I warped some, I know, I mean, I know for sure I warped one, I might have more, more, and I'm sure I did, but she introduced me to Hillary Weeks. um, She, afterglow. Kenneth Cope. Um, she introduced me to all of it. And anytime I felt worried and panicked inside, I would put on beautiful Sunday music, beautiful church music, and it would just settle my heart down and bring me so much peace. And I want you to know, I love music. It brings me so much joy and it helps me to feel the spirit so quickly. So what do you, what are you using music in your life? You know, it, Is it a part of it for you when you're driving? I listen to the Christian channel. Um, Matt and I are so excited. We bought for King and Country tickets. They're coming here up to our area and we're taking all of our kids. I just love good music. Um, Matt and Gannon and I love to watch the voice because I love to hear beautiful voices. I appreciate it. My kids have gorgeous voices my girls are amazing. Um, I'm so thankful for music. You guys, it blesses my life so much. I'm so grateful for it. Okay. The last thing I want to share with you is, um, the importance of remembering spiritual experiences in, in my life. That is what 2021 really, really nailed down for me is that we have to remember, we have to go back and remember because what has happened is, is um, this year I have had a handful of people in my life question uh, if they if they want to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints anymore, and that they have they're they're deciding that it might not be where they want to be, and so they're having um, a wrestle with their faith. And recently I was having a conversation with one of my, our friends that is is trying to make that decision. And I want you to know that I began to think I was out walking, me and walking, and I'm talking and with this friend and um, it was a long conversation. And I got off the phone and I just began to recount all the spiritual experiences that I've had. That I could recall to my mind. But then I began to think about how often Heavenly Father reminds me of his love for me. But some of the thoughts that I went back to were, you guys, I can't tell you how many times in my life where I have felt his love over simple things. Seminary, sitting in seminary, and my teacher saying something to me that was directed to me, or a song that helped me feel the spirit or a comment made by another student. Rick's college. I had a religion class, brother teeny. Our final was to watch. It was in 1993, the winter of 1993. We watched, um, uh, for unto unto this was I born. I can't remember the title right now, but, I remember feeling the spirit so strongly and walking up the hill to my apartment, my townhouse, and knowing that God loved me. Um, my children, my spiritual experiences that have happened with my kids. And these aren't like huge spiritual experiences. You guys, they're simple. They're quiet moments and I capture them and I feel his love. Um, in my youth, He reminded me all the time that he loved me and that I was not alone. I could go over and over of all the things that I was pulling back in the memory as I'm talking to all these different people that are struggling with their faith right now and trying to find answers for themselves. And I want you to know that it strengthened my faith because I was able to remember And in Helaman 512, it says that that we need to remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our redeemer, who's Christ the Lord, that we need to build our foundation. And so I really hope that you can draw back into your mind, all the blessings that have come to you and the times that the heavenly father has whispered truth to you and spoken to your heart. Um, And actually to do full circle. The birth of this podcast, when I remembered recalled back into January, it was literally a spiritual download for me. I had um, been trying to put together my coaching podcast for quite some time. I had even taken like internet courses, uh, training to try to put together my life coaching podcast so that I could stick that out there. It just didn't feel right. It wasn't coming together. I couldn't figure out how to do it all. And um, when January hit and I began to feel great concern about the conditions of the world for my children, for the future, um, it was when I woke up on that Sunday morning and I literally had Heavenly Father provide for me through the Holy Ghost answers Immediately. And within 24 hours, I had the podcast first um, episode done and launched. Now, if that isn't a gift and a spiritual moment, I don't know what is. I just, I know that he, that heavenly father lives. I know that Jesus lives and loves us. And we need to remember our experiences that they have provided for us and that we have had as we have been here on this earth. 2021 has been a wonderful year. I have learned so much and I've grown and I'm grateful for everything that I was able to reflect on. I'm grateful for the temple. I'm grateful that Matt and I celebrated our anniversary yesterday. I'm so grateful for my hands. You guys, I'm grateful that I have them and I don't want to take them for granted anymore. Even though I have two bum hands out of the 10, I know that God is in control and we need to trust that. I know how important our families are and how important it is that we treat them and love them. I love the book of Mormon. It's my favorite book. And I know that it will guide me and it has guided me and it's paralleled our lives today in the world we live. Heavenly father knows us individually music invites the spirit quicker than anything else. And me recalling all that I could of spiritual experience in my life and how much heavenly father has answered my prayers and reminded me that I am his child and that I did live with him one day and I can return and live with him again is such a blessing for me. I want to thank you for jumping on to the platforms that provide my podcast and taking time to listen to them. And I hope that they have been a blessing in your life and helped you. And I'm excited for 2022. And I am just grateful to be alive, grateful to be um, a human being experiencing this earth life and being able to reflect on all that I've been given. Happy new year. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.